It's Haley Ryan, and you guys, we've got a pro women's basketball player on the pregame podcast today, Miss Taya Reimer. But she knows that the ball won't bounce forever. She played basketball at Notre Dame, an elite women's college basketball program, but not everything went according to her plan. It took a lot for her to get where she is today, and she tells us who inspired her to do that and who is inspiring her for her future career as possibly being on-air talent. So stay tuned to hear from Taya coming up in just a second on the pregame podcast. What's up today? I am here with Taya Reimer. Taya, what's going on? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's Italy? It's great. Lots of pizza, lots of Lots of pasta. <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> Taya is a women's basketball player in Italy professionally um, after playing here in the States. So, you know, let's just go right into that. You're from Indiana and you ended up at Notre Dame. So, you know, how did that go for you? It was great. Um, you know, Indiana is like when you think about basketball, you kind of think about Indiana, you know, Hoosiers mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. And, you know, from a young age, my dad played professionally. So I was like, you know, basketball was always my thing. And then being in Indiana, it was just kind of like a perfect match. And coming out of high school in Notre Dame was my dream school. And, um, you know, Skylar Diggins was there when I was in high school. So it was like, she was like the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was just, yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a great experience. It's obviously a great school, great program. So I'm definitely thankful for that. So you started at Notre Dame and you ended up at Michigan State, but I know you had an interesting path to that. So just kind of tell me what that journey was. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, definitely (laughs) a very interesting, very interesting path. So I played my first two years at Notre Dame. And then during the beginning of my junior year, I got injured. I injured my Achilles. So I sat out the first semester of my junior year. And then during Christmas break at the semester, I decided to step away from basketball and just completely focus on, on schoolwork and just kind of like personal stuff, family Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So my spring semester of my junior year, I like was all in the books, took 22 credits, (laughs) finished up my undergrad at Notre Dame. And that was super stressful, but I'm... (laughs) Yes, three years. So honestly, I'm so proud of that to say that I graduated from Notre Dame in three years, but it was it was a stressful time. <laughs> um, not a lot of people can say that's not a thing. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I'm just thankful for that. And honestly, you know, it was a lot of hard work, but it's so worth it. You know, moving forward, it's a great thing to have you know, in your back pocket. So I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. And all of the, <laughs> the long hours of studying was definitely worth it. So after that, then I decided I still wanted to keep playing basketball. So I kind of went through the recruiting process all over again and decided that Michigan State was where I wanted to go, where I wanted to continue my collegiate career. Um, and it just kind of felt like a good fit for me as a person, you know, where I was in life, how I wanted to keep growing as a person, I think at that point. So, um, yeah. So then I finished two more years there. 
I worked on my master's degree in broadcast journalism, and here I am now. <laughs> and here you are now. And you decided, you know, to go overseas. How, what was that decision? You know, was that easy? Was that hard? How did that happen for you? I mean, honestly, it, it was easy and hard. <laughs> I would say it was easy <laughs> just because... I mean, I love basketball and I've literally yeah. been playing basketball since I was like four years old. So, you know, after college, I had went to um, a training camp for the Los Angeles Sparks and I ended up getting cut. And, you know, that that was always my dream to play in the WNBA. It's still one of my dreams. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, after that, it was tough for me, but I was like, I'm not going to give up on basketball. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I was like you know, I want to keep playing until basically until the wheels fall off, like until I can't. Yeah, until, until you can't play anymore. anymore. <laughs> exactly. So but I'm I'm very close with my mom. So for me being over here, and she's still back in the States, we like are on FaceTime all day, every day, all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's been the toughest part about it. But you know, I love I love basketball so much. So the fact that I can travel around and uh, you know, experience a different culture while I'm playing basketball. And for this to be my job, you know, I get paid for this. So it's, I mean, it's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. yeah. And you've been there since August and you, you said you traveled around. So what are, what are some of the places that you've gone to go to? Yes. Well, okay. So the city that I'm in is Turin, Italy. Um, and it's actually mm -hmm. a fairly big city, like other than Milan and Rome. Um, mm -hmm. It's probably like the biggest city there is. Um, it's kind of like comparable to maybe Chicago in the United States. So it's fairly big. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, just this city is beautiful and it's great shopping, great food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we went to Rome, um, traveled through Rome on our way to some games. Um, we played in Milan and Milan is like a 50 minute train from me. So super close, um, which is yeah. really cool. And we went to Naples, um, Florence, like wine country. Naples mm -hmm. has like the most amazing pizza because that's like where uh, pizza like originated in Italy, I guess. Yeah. I'm learning all of these, you know, facts yeah, about food. You're getting, cult you're getting <laughs> but, cultured over there. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best culture with all the carbs. I'm trying to stay, <laughs> stay, uh, stay committed to good eating. But yeah, so I mean, it's yeah. been amazing. And you know, just trying all all types of different things and, um, you know, seeing the different architecture and just the way that people live here. It's It's been really great. So, yeah, it sounds like you've had a great experience, you know, overseas. And um, but before you went over there, you know, I know that you were a team captain. So being a team captain and just loving basketball, what kind of responsibility did that put on you? And how did you uh, kind of take that on? Yeah, I mean, I think that Honestly, for me, that's kind of naturally been, I guess, a part of like me as a player, I would mm -hmm. say, just because I think that when you play a team sport, obviously, you know, it's, it's a team, it's about the team. So you have right. to be a great teammate. And I think that, you know, from a captain standpoint, I think that there are so many different ways that you can lead, um, especially as a player. So you know, sometimes I would struggle with the, you know, the assertiveness or the, the, you know, being the one to be on players, but I always uh -huh. pride myself on being a really good teammate. 
So, Mm -hmm. um, and also always like leading by example and trying to work really hard and do all the right things and, Mm -hmm. you know, on and off the court. So I think that just me trying to, you know, be a good person, be a good teammate, be a good player. I think that that was just kind of like a natural thing for me. And it it was also, I mean, because both at Notre Dame and at Michigan State, it was my teammates who voted me as a captain. So I think that that's even Mm -hmm. more important. You know, it's not just the coach saying, hey, we want you to be the leader, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, the people Mm -hmm. that are your sisters on the court, they're the ones that wanted wanted that. So I think that's like, you know, it's really nice. It's like, oh, thanks, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. That's a huge honor, you know? You don't just, it's it's not easy to be that kind of person and be that teammate and get voted that but yeah be be giving that honor and you know clearly you're a great person to be around from what I can tell and sports have impacted you a lot and they've really shaped you so what do you think is the biggest way that sports have helped shape you I mean I would say just in so many ways I think that there are so many values and you know life lessons and characteristics that you can pick up Um, you know, just from playing sports and team sports. I mean, you know, I feel like everybody always says that and time management and blah, 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 working with other people. But I mean, that's so true. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's so true. And I would say, you know, like even just me being where I am right now, like the fact that I got my uh, undergrad and my grad school completely paid for the fact that I can be in Italy right now, Mm -hmm. you know, traveling around, that's all because of sports, you know, that's something that I don't, (laughs) I mean, I think I could be doing that stuff, you know, without that. Right. Um, Right. And I mean, I think that that's such a special thing that if you have a passion for a game, I mean, at the end of the day, basketball is a game and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's something that I love to do. I love to play. Like I've always, always done it. And it's, you know, it's my job. It's provided all of these amazing things for me, all of these, you know, people in my life, all of my best friends are people, you know, that I met through basketball. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy really when you look back, because you don't even really think about it as you're going through life, but you're like, wow, basketball has literally touched like every single aspect of my life. Yeah. 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 And how, obviously, like you say, it's been a big part of your life, but I really love this quote that you put in here. It says, I have learned some of the most important lessons for when the ball stops bouncing. So what, what is your plan? What do you want to do when the ball stops bouncing? Well, you know what? (laughs) There are a lot of different things that, you know, I think that the most important thing is getting out there and trying a bunch of different things and, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. having those opportunities, which is why I'm so 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 grateful for this retreat because this is mm-hmm. like one of those perfect opportunities for you to be able to get experience and talk to people but my dream has always been to be a sports broadcaster like i want to be you know calling games interviewing interviewing people on the sideline you know being on mm-hmm. espn talking talking about breaking news stories all kind like i just have always always loved that's that what you want to do yeah and my thing is and I always which my mom always makes fun of me for this but I'm like <sighs> okay so I love sports and I love to talk so why would I not want to do that <laughs> it's like the perfect thing for me 
Yeah, you know, my mom has said something similar, so I can relate with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes, exactly. So I'm like, you know what? I think that would be perfect, so. And, you know, you obviously have the personality for it, just looking at your Instagram. And, yeah, first of all, your name (laughs) on Instagram, Busta Rhymes. You know what? Where did that come from? (laughs) It's so funny. I honestly can't bring myself to change it. I think it's been since I was maybe 13 years old because it's, it's my me. Instagram and my Twitter. No, it's been forever. <laughs> it was one of my um, AAU teammates. She made it up like she, cause she had a really funny, um, a really funny like Twitter handle. And I was like, you have to make one up for me. And she like came up with it in two minutes. She's like, bust arrived. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god it's perfect <laughs> and i just can't like to this day it's it's literally probably been eight to ten years and i can't i can't bring myself to change it you can't do it can't. it's just part of I you know. now <laughs> yes <laughs> it's still so, so funny but be, being that you got this personality you know you want to be a tv personality and all that who is a broadcaster that you find inspirational and you know you don't have to say maria you really don't. No, but so, uh, 100%. But anyway. I, would, I have so many, though. But Maria, yeah. because, well, okay, so Maria, because of, she's so multifaceted, because, like, that's the other thing. I think that the the women in broadcasting that can do so many different things, you know, you don't mm-hmm. only see her on, you know, Sunday night doing so-and-so game. Like, she's on everything, you know? Right. And she's women, everywhere. Like, Yes, like Doris Burke, you know, she's doing all different levels of basketball, all different, you know, different events. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that those women are amazing. And then people like Rebecca Lobo and Kara Lawson, um, you know, women that were like amazing players, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. players, like so great. Yeah. And then they're, they're amazing broadcasters, too. And because they know the game so well, like you just have to respect right. that. And so, I mean, they're yeah, literally they know what they're doing. like so many that I could say. But, but yeah, <laughs> you could just mean, keep just going. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just like women who are, you know, so cool and tough and like don't take anything from people and they just know what they're talking about and they can do so many different things. Like they can't be put in a box. I think that's amazing. So, that's they're just like a boss. Inspiration. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A boss. So I, yes. I know I can already tell that you are a boss, especially from your Instagram. Oh, and I know you. you're going to be a bigger boss when you get on TV thank and you get you. that microphone. Oh, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that. But uh, yes. so you talk about women in sports, you know, doing all these different things and especially yes. being a minority, a woman of color yes. in sports. In, in sports media, how, how do you think your background with basketball and going to different countries and traveling and being cultured, how do you think that's going to help you when you get there? Yeah, I mean, I think that all of that stuff is so important. I mean, for me, being a minority and being a woman, I think that, you know, obviously that's tough. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, there's been so much progress that's been made, but Obviously, we have a long way to go, but yeah, I mean, it's just representation. Like representation is so important in everything. You know, it's not it's not just this field. It's literally every single every single job that you can ever have. 
like representation uh-huh. is so important because it's not a, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's not about me. <laughs> like there are little right. girls that, you know, they want to be the best basketball player uh-huh. ever and they want to be on TV and they want to do all these things. So it's just, you know, the ability to be that for somebody else and for somebody else mm-hmm. to see, you know, see a black woman on TV. Um, I mean, that's like, for me, that's like what Maria Taylor is. And that's what like Kara Lawson is, yeah. you know, those are black yeah. women in that job that uh, are in the amazing. spotlight. Exactly. They're the ones, they're women, they're black and they're good at their job. They're freaking amazing at what they're doing and they own that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, it was important for me to see that and it's going to always be important for other people to see that. So I mean, I'm just thankful that I've had opportunities that I've had, and hopefully that gives me a unique perspective and gives me the ability to get to a place where I can be those women and Mm -hmm. hopefully be that role model for somebody else. And I think once you get to the retreat, you're you're really going to see that all these experiences are really going to help you in um, connecting with others and being a leader and all that. So I'm excited to see how you do that. But uh, yeah, how did you hear about the retreat? <laughs> well, actually, I have known Corinne because when she was at Tennessee, when she was a grad assistant, I've known her like, I mean, because they were recruiting me when I was in high school. And um, so we've just yeah. always kept in touch, always kept in contact. Um, and, you know, she she knew that I had an interest in, um, you know, journalism, broadcast journalism. And she was like, Mm -hmm. you know what, Tay, like, I think that you should apply. I actually, I applied last year and I didn't get in last year. And I was like, you know, I think that that was something that, that it was something, it made me so hungry. Cause I was like, you know, and sometimes, and, and I hate to say this, but sometimes, you know, you have to realize that there are other people that want what you want. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I, I, I always feel like, well, I have such a unique perspective and I'm a, I played and I, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I studied journalism, but there are so many other people that, you know, do the same things. And so it's just like, right. you know, coming back this year and, um, you know, really like trying to make sure my resume <laughs> was perfect and I had everything, you know, cause it's like last year I really had to be like, okay, there are a lot of other women there are a lot of other minorities who you know worked just as hard as me maybe harder did all kinds of stuff and so i was like i gotta be on my game <laughs> so yeah um, but yeah so anyways i just went on a tangent um, no you're yeah, good so, that's what this is for we want to get to know you yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so i've known her forever and she um you know she told me about it and then again this year she was like make sure you apply like um, yeah you know this this could be so important for you so yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm just so glad that I, I like I got the email and I was like, yay! <laughs> like, yeah, you got to do a little happy dance, a little scream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so. clearly, you worked on it and put a lot of effort into just your application. And so, what what are you gonna do now? You know, working on preparing for the retreat. I know you get homework and stuff, but you know, how are you really gonna get yourself ready? Yeah, I've <laughs> I've really been thinking about that. You know, I just, (laughs) it's, it's almost hard to like prepare for something like that, but I just, I just really want to go into it with like a complete open mind and make sure that I'm like 
100% in and like committed and make sure I'm, you know, being super vocal. Cause you know, sometimes I can be a little shy. So I just want to be like, you don't seem shy to me. (laughs) I I know, I know I've been working on it. So, I mean, yeah, just like wanting to be, ask all of the questions that I can and take advantage of like every single opportunity. And, you know, even within the group of, you know, the cohort, like making sure because all of us want to get to, you know, a higher level. So just making Mm -hmm. those connections because you never know where, where we all will be in, you know, the next two, three, four years. So, um, you know, I just really want to be as open to everything, just be a sponge and like, get all the information out of the entire weekend that I can. So, but yeah, as far as preparation, I don't don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to make sure that I'm reading over the handbook and I'm prepared for everything. Yeah. 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 And you know, you said you want to be a sponge, but you also wrote that you want to use your gifts and passions to impact people. And I think that, that's something you're really going to be able to do at this retreat. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, again, like, I just think that that's what everything is for. I mean, you know, we get all of these gifts and all these things, you know, from God, from a higher power to impact Mm -hmm. other people. Like it's not, it's not for us in the long run, you know, I mean, even like my talks with basketball, you know, it's for something else. So I always think Mm -hmm. that, if I'm going somewhere else and I'm with other people, yeah, like I want to learn as much as I can from other people, but I also want to, you know, help somebody like that's right. That's the coolest thing ever. Like to know that you had positive impact on somebody else. Yeah. And and you want to, you know, use what you can and give back. And it's, it's definitely a feeling of gratification with that. Yeah. Well, Taya, I'm really excited for you to get to go. Um, I think your outgoing personality is, it reminds me of one of the cohorts and my friends from last year, Ariana. And I think you're just going to bring a lot of insight and just maturity and leadership to the group. I mean, talking to all the cohorts, you guys are all going to bring leadership and it's going to be great to see. But, you know, what time is it there actually in Italy? It is about 8.40 p.m. Okay, well, thank you for taking the time after practice <laughs> at eight forty there to talk with me on the phone. You know, I, I, everyone's gonna be of really course. excited. To, of course, I, I know everyone's gonna love to hear what you have to say, and yeah. I, I can't wait to see what you do at the retreat and how it, it impacts your life and helps you for the future. So, anything else thank you want to say so before we before we say bye? No, I just I'm just so thankful for this opportunity, and I'm so excited. And yeah, it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be so much fun so it's been good talking to you yeah you too all right teo reimer women's basketball player in italy future broadcaster future maria taylor can't wait to see what she does (laughs) thanks for joining us teo thank you so much Let me tell you guys, it's hard scheduling a podcast with someone in a completely different time zone. But I so appreciate you, Taya, for making the time for this. If you're ever listening to this episode again, which I'm sure you will be because why wouldn't you? You sound amazing and you rock. Uh, Anyways, guys, for more hashtag game changing stories, keep listening to our episodes and also find us on social media. We're on Facebook and LinkedIn. 
or on Twitter and Instagram at the We Leadership. And if you want to get involved or donate to the foundation, visit winningedgeleadership.org.